Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you live from beautiful Tampa, Florida, just across the street from Emily Arena. It's, it's loud over there. I tried to do this thing a couple times over there. Uh, it was a little bit too loud. I couldn't hear myself think, and you guys definitely couldn't hear me talk. So I came across the street. Beautiful view of the water here. Just wrapped up Arkansas's 79-67 to victory over the LSU Tigers. Hey, third time was not a charm for LSU. As Will Wade said it best, sometimes you just got to face the music. Arkansas is better than they are. Those are his words, not mine. His quote in the post-game press conference. Uh, listen, this was an interesting ball game. You know, Arkansas, uh, I thought, played fantastic defensively to open up the game. Held LSU, I think, one of their first eight shots made. Uh, built up a little bit of a lead there. But then the offense got a little bit stagnant on Arkansas. Both teams wound up shooting uh, under 30% in the first half. Uh, not ideal. And, you know, you're starting to see some of those trouble signs that we've seen from Arkansas in the past. You've got, you know, J.D. Note getting into some foul trouble there. He had two with seven minutes and 30 seconds to go and, and had to set out that stretch in the first half. Uh, it felt a little uneasy. You know, Arkansas obviously had trouble scoring at that point. They were struggling a little bit before that. Uh, you know, LSU builds up a three-point lead. But, hey, Will Wade and Chris Likes combined for a 6-0 run to close the half. Likes picks up, he gets, he gets fouled, he gets to the free throw line. Uh, Will Wade is not a happy camper, he gets tech. Uh, next thing you know, Chris Likes knocks down four free throws, uh, comes up with a steal and then gets down to the other end and, and knocks down a mid-range jumper right at the buzzer before the half. And you know, you look up and Arkansas is up 29 to 26 at halftime in a game where you thought uh, they were probably fortunate to be ahead. So kudos to them and it gave them momentum going into the break come out in the second half and they carried that over a 13-0 run by the Razorbacks to start the second half got up by 16 points in that game and and listen that was it at that point LSU made some many runs there uh, but they never got closer than nine and, and I think Arkansas really you know kind of put the, the final blow on them there in the first few minutes of the second half they were red hot uh, you know just a terrific tour it's not it isn't it, it's a cliche that it's not you know it's not easy to beat a team three times and you know we, I pulled some stats uh, that a guy had out there. It, it turns out it's actually not as difficult as people think, but there's something to be said for the adjustments that are made, especially when two teams uh, are as talented as Arkansas and LSU. This is, you know, evenly matched teams, even though Arkansas beat them three times. Uh, two of those, I thought, were, were very competitive games. Uh, obviously, this one got away from the Tigers a little bit, and, and that's, that's beneficial for the Razorbacks. Uh, how about Aldis Tony? You know, the entire week, weren't sure if we were going to be able to see him uh, in action, 
as it turns out, uh, not only was he available, he, he was available and he started the game uh, and he had 20 points and 10 rebounds for the Razorbacks. He looked fresh. Uh, he looked healthy, Eric Musselman said after the game. There was more of a maybe a bone bruise on the side of that foot as opposed to a ligament sprain or something like that. So they, they were comfortable. They felt good about playing him uh, given those circumstances. And they needed him. You know, not only was he active on, on the glass and scoring points. And, and listen, it wasn't all his typical around the rim stuff. He stuck two threes. He hadn't hit a three since February 2nd at Georgia. And he hit a couple threes. So, so good stuff there from Aldi's Tony. But he was phenomenal on the defensive end again. Uh, you name the assignment, and, and he took it in stride. So very good job there by Aldis Tony. Uh, J.D. Note finished with 19 points. He got a little turnover happy uh, at times there in that ball game, but, but made some big shots for Arkansas when it mattered most uh, and, and was big on the defensive end again. But how about Chris Likes? You know, we, we talked about the spurt that he had there at the end of the first half. He had another one in the second half. You know, when LSU cut that game down to nine points, Hey, listen, Likes scored the next seven for the Razorbacks to build that lead back up. He, and he went to the rim uh, against a, a tough LSU defense twice, uh, pulled up and, and stuck a three in transition. That was huge. He finished with 18 points for Arkansas. Uh, and, and really, that was kind of the big three offensively in this game. You know, I, I thought Jalen Williams played great post-defense. Uh, he was held scoreless in the first half, got it going a little bit more in the second half, was big on the boards as always uh, for Arkansas. Just an, another tough, gritty win by this Razorback team. They, they found a way, and, you know, they did it on the defensive end. Uh, they had great success. I, I, I need to go back and look at the stats. They may have been over 50% shooting in the second half, which, I mean, that's pretty impressive given uh, the struggles that they had there in the first half shooting under 30%. Uh, I think one of the biggest keys to the game, though, was rebounding. You know, this Razorback team got dominated on the glass, uh, I think I think violated was a word that somebody in the in the media used, and, and one of the Arkansas guys I, I think said annihilated last time out. They gave up 22 offensive rebounds to the Tigers. That wasn't an issue this time. Arkansas was plus 14 on the boards. That's quite a turnaround uh, from a game that was played just over a week ago. Was, I mean, it was nine days ago when Arkansas played LSU last, and I think this was the best game they played against the Tigers all season. So. Good on Arkansas. Um, and listen, you know, LSU, uh, they said it in the build-up to this game. They wanted another crack at the Razorbacks. They, they said that. Those were their words. They wanted to see Arkansas again. Well, they got them again. And, and Arkansas won that game. And it was interesting because in the aftermath, you know, Brandon Murray, Darius Day is in the post-game presser. You know, they said, hey, I think Arkansas wanted it more and they played harder than we did. Well, if you wanted to crack at Arkansas, then why is that the case? I, I I was a little confused by seeing that. And listen, Arkansas hears this stuff. It's interesting. Every team that Arkansas beats now, you hear the opponent say, we want another crack at them. We want another crack at them. Uh, some of them feel disrespected. Some of them feel like maybe uh, they're, they're better than they show against the Razorbacks. I don't know. But Arkansas hears that. And they use that as motivation. You don't think they do? Remember Eric Musselman and the, and the Auburn dance party at half court? Which, by the way, um, sorry, Zepp Jasper, you're not going to get a chance to beat the crap out of Arkansas like you said you were going to uh, because you guys lost today. But, you know, it, it's just really interesting to see all that and, and to not think that Arkansas doesn't use this motivation. They do, uh, they, and, and they, they touched on it a little bit after the game, but I think you saw it with the exclamation point uh, in the final seconds with the game decided and Aldi's Tony got loose and, and threw down the big dunk. Um, usually you, you don't necessarily like to see that too much. We didn't get a comment from Eric Musselman on it. Tony said, hey, the, you know, the clock wasn't at zero, so we were going to play it out until the final buzzer. 
listen, there was some intent behind that. And, you know, they asked, asked Will Wade about it in, in the presser. Um, and, and he was pretty blunt in saying, I mean, this is his exact quote, can't let it bother us too much when they whipped our ass three times. Hey, say what you want about Will Wade. I, I know a lot of people, you know, maybe aren't crazy about him. Uh, but the dude's a great quote. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him credit for that. So Arkansas wins at 79 to 67. They advance to the SEC tournament semifinals. And, and for those who were curious, you know, what, what's the motivation for coming to the SEC tournament? They wanted that game and, and they want to win this title. You could tell from the way that they played today. Uh, and, and we thought that this was going to be a semifinal matchup at noon on Saturday against Auburn. It's not. Uh, listen, they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw. Uh, pun intended with the word there in, in Texas A&M coached by Buzz Williams uh, who, who kind of rolled them today you know it, that game tightened up there at the end Wendell Green got hot with and hit a bunch of threes for Auburn but Texas A&M controlled that game throughout so you know this is a team uh, they're dangerous you know Arkansas struggled with them played them twice split the season series uh, you remember that game at College Station Arkansas made a furious rally I think they were down 17 cut it to one they wound up losing Got them back two weeks later, but it took overtime in Bud Walton Arena for Arkansas to get that done. Uh, you know, it was interesting at the time. You know, Texas A&M was what 15 and one, I think, to start the season. They lost eight games in a row. They didn't win a game for almost a month, I guess it was. Uh, really turned it on here down the stretch. I, I think they're up to 21 or 22 wins now, and they're firmly on the bubble. They're trying to play their way in. Uh, they might have to win the SEC tournament to do it, or, or at least get to the championship. And to do that, they got to go through Arkansas again. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, I, I watched them on, I guess it was Thursday, uh, outlasted a, another bubble team in Florida. That game went to overtime. Then you got to expel a lot of energy to beat a team like Auburn. So, you know, Texas A&M has played 85 minutes of basketball in the last two days. So if you're Arkansas and, and you can come out, uh, remember Arkansas just played today because they had that double bye. Uh, if Arkansas can come out, weather any early storms, A&M has been shooting it really well. Coleman's been playing great for them inside. Uh, but if they can weather any early storms and keep this game close or, or hold a lead down the stretch, you got to wonder when the fatigue is going to start to set in for Texas A&M, or if it will. Maybe they're riding on adrenaline. Hey, but at this point, they've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Uh, and, and, you know, on the flip side for Arkansas, I'm excited for this matchup. But what I think this LSU game did is lock Arkansas up for a four seed at, at the minimum. You know, I, I think coming into it, there could have been a case, you know, if, if LSU was able to sneak that out. Uh, maybe a couple other things happen. You look at UConn and, and Houston, some of those other teams in the mix. Uh, could that have been problematic for Arkansas? Could it have bumped them down to the five line? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I think this win locks them in. You know, it's, it's another quad one victory. Uh, you know, hey, if, if Arkansas loses to Texas A&M by chance, you can't really hate them for that, given the, the run that Texas A&M has been playing on. But I'd like to see Arkansas get this done. Let's just go win an SEC championship. If you're the Razorbacks, another feather in the cap for Eric Musselman and the Hogs, who've been playing fantastic. They're 25 and 7. It's exciting stuff. I'm going to get back in here and watch some of these other games, get this thing uploaded for you guys. And then we will be back noon tomorrow, Arkansas and Texas AM, right here from Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida. This has been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you tomorrow. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.